The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. I said it, risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's happening? You know, uh, it's funny is I, I have a coworker who does not pay attention to any sports, and so we go into a team meeting yesterday, and she's like, "Guys, you're going to be so proud of me. I have something to say about sports." And I'm like, "Okay," and she's like, "How about those Braves?" And of course, me and and the rest of my team who are Mets fans just kind of glared at her, and it's like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Like, what? 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 I'm tr- I'm trying to bond and talk about sports." It's a pretty funny moment, but we uh, told her uh, the list of teams that she can never mention: uh, Atlanta, the Yankees, uh, of, of course, uh, the Phillies. So she, she's well aware now. But is it is a nice bonding moment, I guess. I wonder if she had said the Royals, how you guys would have felt, you know, a few years back. You know, it's funny. Is is yeah, we'll probably throw the Royals <laughs> into the mix there as well. <laughs> so as a Mets fan, you probably just throw twenty nine teams in there that you can't say. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, at first I was like, oh, well, the Marlins aren't so bad until I realized, like, well, they've won two championships while the Mets haven't won any in, in the last, you know, 30 fucking fucking years. So, oh, man, you know, I got up this morning. I'm on a different route. My Denver load got canceled. I'm going down to Houston, Texas. I, I woke up this morning. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to pull over on the side of the road to do the podcast because freaking Arkansas, who knows? But alas, here I am on the highway, not moving. So, um yeah here we are i'm ready to do a podcast okay well hey <laughs> pileups are good things for podcasts huh i, I did you know I, i'll have a signal i should okay yoda <laughs> <laughs> all right uh max I, did you want to start with the nba how do, how do you want to chop this up i think we do fantasy to, k- to kick off the first half of the show and do then fantasy we'll go and through then... everything else after that okay let's go with fantasy all I right. know there's, there's already been some discussion about this. A little bit. A little bit in the pre-show. Uh, I'll start with my week eight recap, and uh, the recap could be as easy as nope. Nope. Uh, not a good week for me. Uh, DFS, uh, you, know, you guys know that I started Jameis Winston at my quarterback, right, in DFS? Mm. He, he was great. He was absolutely great until his ACL got torn. So he was dead. Uh, goose egg from Robbie Anderson. Panther called that one. 
bad performances by Marquez Callaway, James Robinson. So that fucked me right there. My, my shining stars last week, uh, Damian Harris, who I think we were all in agreement with, mm-hmm. and Deontay Johnson, who I think we had agreement with as well. I think they they, they were the bright spots. In my PPR league, I lost by 0.6 points. 0.6 points. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he yeah. fumbled the ball. <laughs> That kind of that, that that cost me right there. That lost me the game. That fumble lost me the game right there. Unfucking believable. I had some other gaffes though. I ma- I made some other poor decisions. So I can't blame it all on Kelsey. But you know what? You guys don't see my lineup, so I can. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. Thanks. <laughs> let's start about this week. Uh, let's do starts. Um, starting quarterback. I'm not going to take him. I'm not taking him. I have to go value play on starting quarterback. But I do believe the starting quarterback of the week is Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. I'm saying this. He's the third highest quarterback on the board at FanDuel. 8300 is what you'd have to pay for him there. I, I can't afford it. But the Vikings, 21st in opponents rushing yards per game and 18th in opponents passing yards per game. So I do think he could put up some big numbers against the Vikings. The the risk there, though, I'm going to throw this out there, is Minnesota is a bend but not break defense. So they're not giving up a ton of touchdowns uh, in, in the air. So I, I I like Lamar a lot. It seems a little bit too high priced, but I think he's going to put up some big numbers. I'll, I'll get to my starting quarterback when we get to value plays. At running back, my starting running back, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints, uh, with Jameis Winston out, you got to imagine that Kamara is going to be featured even more. They did bring back uh, who, who is it, Ingram, right? Mm-hmm. His former uh, partner in crime in the backfield, but I don't think that's going to impact Kamara's touches. In fact, whatever quarterback they're going to throw out there, I think is going to eye up Kamara for some of those short passes as well. Uh, Atlanta ranks 26th in opponents' rushing yards per game. Saints should be able to exploit that. It's, he's going to cost you, though, $9,400. So if, if, if you're taking the quarterback that we're joking about in pre-show, then you have plenty of money to spend on Alvin Kamara. Wide receiver, Archer's man crush, Jamar Chase. Uh, Cleveland's defense, we know, <laughs> is pretty good this year, but they give up 2.1 passing touchdowns per game. That ranks 28th in the league. Chase at 7,900 almost seems like a, a value play in, in many, many uh, ways. And maybe, just maybe, you would couple him up with Joe Burrow and see what happens. <clears throat> tight end. There is only one tight end to pick this week. I think we're all in agreement. It is not Travis Kelsey. It is Darren Waller of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I'm definitely sour on Kelsey, but it's it's more along the lines of the matchup, Waller, going against that Giants defense that gave up 1.9 passing touchdowns per game. All the shit that's going on uh, in, in Vegas right now, I'm sure that there's you know some emotions in that locker room with, with the, the tragic fucking uh, crash. Um, and uh, just, I'm, I'm sure that they want to just kind of get past that. I think Waller coming back from injury, he's going to be ready to go, and he's going to be a primetime target there. Uh, 6,800 at FanDuel. I, I value fucking play right there. Defense and now, guys, just I already told you my defense. I, I, I really wish I did not tell you this defense in the pre show so I could have had the laugh track ready from you guys. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. I tell you, man, perception becomes reality, and the Chiefs are perceived as one of the worst defenses in the league, but in fact, they are only bad. <laughs> they're not. They're not the worst. They're just bad. Okay, Packers right now. They're. I've said it before. They're not a dynamic offense to begin with. I think it's going to be even worse without Rodgers. Maybe thirty three hundred is what I'm spending on the Kansas City defense. It's a flyer. I get that, but they've been playing better. And I, again, I just. I think 
unless Jordan Love is amazing this week, which I kind of hope he is, by the way, uh, <laughs> I think I think the Chiefs have a chance to be a solid defense. That that's uh, those are my starts for the week. Uh, let's see. I, we have a little bit of an agreement. I started first and foremost. I started at tight end. I went straight to tight end. Darren Waller. You're you're right about the the uh, rugs issue with the Raiders. They're coming off a bye. Waller missed the uh, the previous two weeks because of injury. I think this is a prime opportunity for Waller to shine against the Giants. Um, at quarterback, I'm taking Tua. And we can say whatever we want about Tua and his lack of uh, job security, if you will. But that Houston Texans defense might be the worst in the NFL. They've been getting lit up on a weekly basis. And I think there's an opportunity here for Tua to put up some numbers at running back. Uh, Aaron Jones, you know, we were talking pre-show about Green Bay and Kansas City. Well, at least one of these teams knows how to use their running back. That will be the Packers. Jordan Love will play quarterback. I think Jones gets, at least volume-wise, he'll get his touches. Uh, At the other running back, I'm going to stick with Damian Harris. He's just been the bell cow for the Patriots, so I'd like him to get his volume. At wide receiver, on on Yahoo, I do my DFS through Yahoo. Devontae Adams, for whatever reason, was listed as number one. We only know he's out because of COVID. So Jamar Chase was the number one rated wide receiver, and I'm paying that price. Jamar Chase has is got Rookie of the Year locked up. He could probably miss the rest of the season and still win Rookie of the Year. I like Jamar Chase. Staying with that game, I like Jarvis Landry. I think that the Browns are going to have to throw the ball and keep up with the uh, Bengals offense. There should be some points scored there. I like Landry. Uh, and another value play, I guess, if you will, because of the rug situation, I think Hunter Renfro can get quite a few touches. Mm. Um, so I, I like Renfro as my third wide receiver. At flex, I ended up with Josh Jacobs. It's a little Raider heavy, but that one wasn't intentional. That was just the best player available with the money I had left over. And my defense, I'm sticking with that Miami theme against a horrible Texans offense, defense, everything about Houston sucks. So I'll take the Miami Dolphins as my defense. I don't hate it. I don't hate your Miami Dolphins stacks that you got going on there. I don't think it's a bad idea. I was thinking Miles Gaskin as running back. I think he could probably <laughs> rack up some yards. And I like Max's pick of Alvin Kamara, too. I think I think those two, I can afford to pay for those two if I start Jordan Love as quarterback. <laughs> I, I I I really do like that Tua play as well, and uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think we'll when we get the value plays, I'll talk about some uh, other Miami players as well. But let's move on to sits players that that we should avoid this week. I think uh, unfortunately, I'm going to put Mac Jones in that conversation. I like Mac Jones. I like how he's growing on me. He's just facing a really tough Panthers defense this week. They rank, sec- rank second in opponents' pass against uh, yards and then tied for 10th in opponents' pass touchdowns allowed per game. I think it's just going to be a rough week for him. Uh, I, yeah, I, I would just avoid him. I think you can find value at other quarterbacks. Uh, running back, again, this is a weird one. Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's he's coming off of an injury and we don't even know if he's coming off of an injury because Matt Rule has been very coy about this, mostly because in true Belichickian nature, he does not have to list McCaffrey on the injury report this week because he's coming off the IR. Mm. So it seems to me like McCaffrey probably does play, but who knows? At 10,000, it's just it's it's not a risk even if he's healthy. New England is a pretty good run defense. They rank 16th in opponents rushing yards 
but fifth in opponents rushing TDs per game. So maybe he racks up some yards if he plays. I don't know if he gets in the end zone there. So I would avoid McCaffrey at that $10,000 price tag. At wide receiver, this is my last sit of the week, is Debo Samuel of San Francisco. He's $8,000, and that was the third-ranked wide receiver at FanDuel this week. I guess second if you take Devontae Adams out. It's just had a tad bit too much for an Arizona secondary that ranks fourth in passing yards allowed and seventh in opponents passing TDs allowed. So those are my sits for the week. Yeah, my sits, I think it's easy to just point out Jacksonville and Houston. Just stay away from any of those players. There's You're not going to get any production or any value. And then on the Chiefs, it, it has less to do with who they are, but more to do with the price you have to pay and the price that they're still asking for guys like Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. I'm not paying it. So those are my fades for the week. Oh, I agree. Like, just pull up the Chiefs roster and just say these are the people to avoid on offense. Uh, Defense, maybe Max is on to something. Maybe there's a little bit of value play there. I'm not sure. Maybe a little bit. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. All right. uh, Let's go to value plays. And since Arch mentioned value plays, we might as well uh, talk about them. Uh, My number one value play is my quarterback, and I can't towards it. It's Joe Burrow. You know, uh, Lamar is my top choice at quarterback this week. But I'm saving some money by taking Burrow at only 7,600. Pairing him up with Chase, as I mentioned, you know, it's been a good choice all year. Might as well do it uh, again this week. You know, they're going to want to uh, get that Jets loss uh, out of their mouths and and take it out on a divisional opponent. A, a, div- a divisional opponent, might I add, who's on the ropes right now. And this could be a knockout blow if if the Bengals can uh, punch the the Browns in the mouth. So I like Joe Burrow as my value quarterback. At running back, I have Chase Edmonds of Arizona. He's 5,900 at FanDuel. He seems to be getting more touches lately than James Conner is. Uh, The risk is he's a bit banged up. He's got a little bit of a shoulder injury. was limited in practice yesterday, but San Francisco's 27th in opponents' rushing yards per game. They give up 1.3 rushing touchdowns per game, which ranks 28th. I do think an Arizona running back, or maybe both, could have a big game this week. So I'll, I'll take a flyer on Chase Edmonds as a value play. At wide receiver, again, I I, I like that Tua play at quarterback. I think Tua could look like the can't-miss quarterback of the fucking century against the goddamn Houston Texans uh, defense. And so I think he needs to connect with someone, and that someone is going to be Jalen Waddell. Hmm. 6,100, I think he's a bargain this week. Houston gives up 1.9 passing touchdowns per game. Here's hoping that at least one of those goes to Jalen. Another wide receiver, Denver Broncos, Jerry Judy. Dallas secondary. Getting Judy at $5,800. I think he's going to be a very productive wide receiver this week. Those are my value plays for week nine. On the value side, Tua kind of is a value play that I took a quarterback, but two other guys that I do like a lot. Teddy Bridgewater going against Dallas. You talked about that Dallas secondary, and we know the Cowboys can put up points, so I think the game script is going to dictate that Whit Bridgewater is going to have to throw the ball. Baker Mayfield going against that Cincinnati defense that just inexplicably gave up 400 passing yards to Mike fucking White. Mayfield has not produced all season long. If there is an opportunity for Mayfield to put up some numbers, I think this is the week. At running back, Singletary. You know, Buffalo doesn't run the ball a lot. But against Jacksonville, I think there's going to be some opportunity for Singletary and Moss to get some carries and some touchdowns. And I know I shit all over the Chiefs, but at least – 
at the running back position, I think Williams, from a value perspective, he's going to get the touches. I think they will at least try to attempt to run the ball this week. So I think Williams might be a play. And look, agreement with Max. I think Jalen Waddle at wide receiver, for the price you pay, the opponent they're playing, and Tua has been actually pretty exceptional his last couple of weeks. I think Waddle is uh, another value play at wide receiver. I like that Waddle play an awful lot. Uh, value, man. I think this is the weekend for for quarterbacks. Like, I like the Tua play. I like the um, I like the I like the Jordan Love play too. I I don't think he's going to just shit the bed. There's so many value plays out there. Who do we know who's going to start for the Saints? Uh, I think I think Taysom Hill's still injured. Is he still? So he's I think, still it, out. I think it's going to be Simeon that is going to get the start this week. I believe. Mm. Maybe against that Atlanta defense. That's another guy I, you can I don't, sniff. I don't. I don't hate Simeon. I think he yeah. looked good enough last week. Are, so the question is: Is is Simeon good enough to get them, you know, deep into the playoffs? I don't think so. Is he good enough to, you know, kind of get them through the season, win some games? Yes. Granted, I don't think James Winston was the quarterback to get them through the playoffs either. But I digress on that. We'll see if <laughs> Philip Rivers signs with with the Saints. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can get cut. Maybe that's going to happen. Maybe oh, maybe, yeah. maybe Green Bay just cuts him and he can sign with, straight up with, with the Saints. Jordan Love, MVP. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <sighs> Anything else fantasy-wise? Uh, uh, let's take a quick break okay. and then we'll uh, cover everything else. Let's talk about D-Gen gear. Baseball season's over, but you can still celebrate your near eliteness by going to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, clicking on the D-Gen shop. You can buy the near elite stuff you can buy a load of stuff it was nfl right we, we got the zeke physique we got fraudgers he's out this week you can celebrate your fraudgers again that's absolutedegeneracy.com click on the dgen shop icon keep the lights on around here and go full dgen the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we have a Clash of the Titans tonight. Not really. It's no, a no. clash of, of Colts and the Jets. The no. Titans are, are Monday Night Football. <laughs> Boy, I wish it was the Colts and the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Listen, uh, you know, the Jets might be emboldened coming off their win over the Bengals. Possible emergence of their future Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Can they make it two wins in a row? Probably not. Traveling on a short week is tough. Winning on a Thursday night on the road is tough, unless you're the Packers. Colts are also coming off of a loss, a close one to the Titans, a loss that could end up being a win because they knocked out Derrick Henry possibly for the season. And with that injury, Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts have a chance to make a push for the AFC South, and it could start tonight with a win. In many ways, I consider the Colts 
a slightly watered down version of the Packers. They have a middle of the pack offense. Statistically, they've got a defense that is one of the better ones in the league. But there's nothing really special about this Colts team. So you see a double digit line. And my first reaction when I saw this double digit line, in fact, on the Sunday show, when you were talking to Maxie about this and then uh, that 11 or 10 and a half is just like, oh, that's way too much. And then I ran my numbers. and It's like, no, no, the Colts <laughs> can still cover this one. I just I don't trust it. I want to see more of white on on the Jets. I want to see if the Colts uh, can actually put up some points because I just I think that that's going to be a major issue for them here, which makes me lean the Colts. I think they can cover this one. But I'm going to bet $50 on the under 46 and a half here. I think that both teams are going to not put up a ton of points on this short week. And I think the underplay is probably the way to go. You know, giving where I live, I get to watch the Colts every week. And I watch that Colts game. And um, Max, towards the end of the game, Carson Wentz was embracing his inner Jared Goff. Like he could do nothing right. He actually got lucky that it wasn't a safety at the end, that it was a well, fumble, pick six, whatever. And the Colts were actually able to get the ball back to force overtime because Wentz was doing everything he could to fuck up that game. And now you're going against a Jets team that, and just curiously, have beaten the Bengals, beaten the Titans. You got a quarterback that threw for 400 yards. Like I, the game script isn't going to be, oh, we're scared of the Colts. They go out there, throw the ball, run their offense. I get it. It's not great. But I think they can keep this thing closer than 10 and a half. I don't think it close enough to bet it, but I'll lean the Jets <laughs> plus the 10 and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every which way I slice the numbers, it does look like the Colts probably cover the 10. I just don't trust them. I don't trust a Colts team that's three and five, kind of underperforming throughout the whole season. And the Jets, most everybody can do whatever they want against the Jets. I will lean the Colts minus the 10. Maybe maybe if the Jets can score a quick touchdown, I'll sniff that live line, but I, I don't like it. All right. Let's move on to the NBA, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Going to rip the Band-Aid off. Oh, boy. Already. Yeah. Talk about the Boston Celtics. Heading to Miami. Uh, they managed not to lose to Orlando last night. Congratulations, Celtics. Wow. Yeah. yeah not going to be so lucky tonight. No, uh, no. Uh, Miami, incredibly tough team to beat at home. Off to a great start this year. Uh, the line might seem like a lot, but I don't think it is. I have, I have Miami winning this one by double digits. Uh, Jalen Brown, he had a really good game yesterday, but it's in a back-to-back. I cannot expect him to do the same tonight. And in general, I just don't know what to expect from the Celtics team. They could get blown out by 30 points today, or maybe they mm-hmm. keep it close. But the, the one thing I can say is they will lose the game tonight. So I'm going to do a $15 money line bet on Miami. I uh, have this at minus 300 right now. They're going to win the game. So uh, I'm going to do a, you know, a one and a half size bet on, on, on Miami here. Gotcha. Uh, minus 300. Yeah, I'm on this game as well. I I think we do know what we're going to get out of Boston, and it's probably going to be about another 92-point performance, which isn't going to come close to winning this game. I think Miami does cover. It looks to me like a double-digit victory. I just don't like the Celtics team, and it's not intentional shit on Max's team. It's just not a team that you can get behind right now. Um, So, yeah, I'll I'll just eat the touchdown and put $10 on the heat. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah. it looks like Miami covers. I 
right about seven points is what I have it. So I, I'm going to lean Miami minus a seven. I'm not betting this one. Max minus 275. That's all you're paying. Oh, okay. Not bad. That's even better. Yeah. Right. You know who we can thank for that? Uh, Odds Jam. Odds Jam. Put it on my toast every morning. There you go. Next one up. Philadelphia at Detroit. Uh, another game that I need to eye the money line. Uh, Philly won yesterday. They beat the Bulls at home. It was a good win. But again, now they have to travel. It's a back-to-back. It always makes me wonder about the status of Joel Embiid. Uh, Sixers already have Tobias Harris and Danny Green on their injury list. So if Embiid doesn't play or if he's limited in the minutes he plays, I don't know if they can cover this one, but I, I do think they win. So a $15 money line bet on the Sixers. Hmm. This never happens. Max is on another game that I'm on. Wow. Embiid, Embiid doesn't play, doesn't matter. Andre Drummond has been an absolute machine when he gets his minutes when Embiid doesn't play. So I don't think it matters if Embiid plays or not. Detroit doesn't have a big to really bang with either Embiid or Drummond. I think Philadelphia wins this one running away. I'll eat those six and put 10 bucks on the Sixers. What's five and a half? Is it still? Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I'll I still got five. five and a half. Yeah, I got five and a half here. So I'll give you that. ATS, five and a half. Gotcha. And yeah, I'm leaning that way. I do think Philadelphia minus five and a half is probably the play, but it's just a lean for me. It's another one that is close, but couldn't quite get there. It's a shame that Detroit doesn't have a big Panther. I mean, <laughs> it seems like they used to have, have a guy in center a couple of seasons ago. It's, I can't remember his name, though. It's amazing. Amazing how that works. <laughs> okay. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's kind of like having a sack artist in Vegas, right? For the oh, right, right. right. <laughs> Last one up for me. Let's talk this Houston Rockets of Phoenix Suns. I'm going to preface this with no, I do not have the Houston Rockets winning this game. But at the plus 400 money line, and plus because I think I've, I've nailed my other two picks on the day, I'm going to take a batshit crazy flyer here and okay. say that the Rockets are going to stun Phoenix today and win the game. They have not been playing terrible basketball, and the Suns have not been playing very good basketball. So again, more than likely, the play is take Houston with the points here. I think it's way too many points in general. But the implied probability says it's worth a risk to take a money line bet on the Rockets. $10 on the missiles. Yeah, I'll color you slightly crazy. I think I might have been, you got more support if you take maybe the 12 and a half points, but I don't, I don't think Houston comes close to beating the Suns. The Suns, they maybe are tired. I think this is their fourth game in like seven days. They've, they've played quite a few games, but uh, this wasn't one I was on. I didn't like the line on either side. So I'll lean Houston with the points. I love your play, man. I wish I could, I wish I could find some numbers to jump on it with you. Uh, plus 450 is what you're getting. Uh, on Houston, I love that play, man. I have them losing by four points. So yeah. again, it's uh, when you crunch the numbers for the money line impri- implied probability, and you factor in what what the, the 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 spread line is. It says it's not a terrible play. You're getting a lot of value in betting the money line. Uh, do I think it hit? No, but dogs win every so often, and big dogs win. You know, every so often, and at ten and a half and and four fifty. That's actually saying that Vegas is protecting itself a little bit on that money line for the Rockets. So I believe it. Uh, I'll jump on them. Yeah. yeah. That's it for me. Those are my three. Uh, there's only five NBA games. So, Panther, I don't know if you're taking the other two. I'm only taking one more, but I do want to look at this Utah at Atlanta game. Now, I'm not seeing anything official on any injury report, but on my Yahoo League and my Fantasy League, they're listing Rudy Gobert as out for this game. And if that, in fact, is true, Atlanta plus one in a, uh, 105 on a money line at home, 
I'm going to take a flyer that something's going on with Rudy Gobert. So I'll jump on the Hawks on a money line plus 105. Wow. I, I'm, I had this game uh, really, really close. I, I, I did have uh, Utah covering it barely, but I mean, this is a razor thin game for me. Flip a coin. If Atlanta shows up at home uh, and plays their best game, I think they can uh, compete with Utah. I'll, I'll lean the Jazz here. Uh, but I mean, if Gobert's out, yeah, that could change everything. Yeah, I'm doing a full tilt panic search right now to try and find out because I wanted a piece of Utah. <laughs> uh, screw it. I'll just do it anyway. I'm taking Utah minus the three. I think they can win by about four points. So I thought three points was a nice spot. So I'll take Utah minus three plus 120. Well, that must indicate he is playing because I, I saw it at Utah minus one like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> So that's all I got for the NBA. Not touching the last one. Not going to go Lakers minus 14. Okay. okay. We'll move on. The Lakers. <laughs> fade, fade the Lakers. We're looking at hockey. Panther, by the way, congratulations. Did you see uh, the trade that happened in the National Hockey League? I saw some breaking news. I saw there was uh, Vegas is getting healthy. Uh, Jack Eichel was traded from the Buffalo Sabres over to uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. That is a huge, huge get for uh, Vegas. I think that's, that's going to help them tremendously. Uh, Eichel, uh, former number two overall pick. Um, just, uh, he's got a huge contract, so it seems like the Sabres are trying to shed some some contract there. But it's weird. I mean, the Sabres are off to a pretty good start and just saying, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Here you go, Vegas. Uh, I'm not touching either the Vegas uh, Golden Knights or the Sabres today, though. Uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. Uh, I'm going to look at this Islanders at Canadiens game. Islanders continuing their road trip as they impatiently wait for their fucking stadium to be built. Uh, Heading to Montreal, taking on a Canadiens team that's coming off of a shutout win over the Detroit Red Wings. Trust me. I know. <laughs> New York has been off for a few days. I think they'll be well-rested. I think they get the win today. $10 bet on the Islanders. Yeah, I'm leaning the Islanders here. The, the road trip, you'd think they'd be getting exhausted. But, you know, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. If they could just go 500 on this massive road trip um they would be in a pretty good place and they're doing quite well on this road trip i think the islanders can win this one i have them winning it it's just i didn't want to lay what 140 they're about so i'll lean the islanders but it's not one i'm on is that right is somebody offering a minus? i have to i'll confirm that i, I don't minus. think that that's a real line i think that's a, that's a typo of everything you know i i think this is uh no at DraftKings in jersey you can get minus 125 on the islanders really yeah okay then i'm gonna do that right now at DraftKings in new jersey there you go i'm in new jersey right now minus 125 seems like hell yes give me a piece of the islanders i agree jeez See, it's it's the local it's the local as uh, sports book saying uh, bet on our team, so it means Canadians are going to win. <laughs> Dallas Stars at the Calgary Flames. Flames, one of the best teams in hockey right now. Dallas, one of the worst. My apprehension in this game is, I do believe this line should actually be worse than it is for the Flames. It's starting to get worse, but I think this should be at least minus one sixty five here. Granted, Calgary in their last game, I bet on them. It didn't turn out well for me. Fuck you. Time for them to repay their debt. $10 bet on the Flames. 
Yeah, I think you're on the right side here. Calgary's pretty good at home. Dallas has not been a good road team for as long as I've been betting hockey. Um, but it was just a little bit more chalk than I wanted to eat. So a lean on the flames. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to cash, but it does seem a little, a little chalky at that minus 145. Should be chalkier. Mm. St. Louis Blues at the San Jose Sharks on paper. Seems like the Blues are a much, much better team than San Jose on the ice, though. It's actually a lot closer than expected. Uh, San Jose has been pretty good at home this season. And uh, I, I mean, I like what I'm seeing from the Blues, but that line shift. Take the plus line on San Jose. If you want a plus line on San Jose, take the plus line now. I don't know if you're going to get a plus line much longer. $10 bet on the Sharks. Yeah, this is one that I was looking at, but the line movement was all over the place. I had seen San Jose with the minus line. Uh, St. Louis got off to a really good start. They've kind of leveled out their last few games. This is too close to call, so uh, I'm not definitely not on it. I'll lean the Blues, but I don't like it. Yeah, this looks like a coin flip. I agree with you, Max. Take the plus line in this matchup because it's, it's almost 50-50. All right. Hey, Panther, what are you on? I only have one game today, and it's probably a fucking trap. You know how Panther just seems to seek them out and find them. Let's look at Washington at Florida. We know how good Florida is at home. They're damn near unbeatable. Minus 145 almost feels like a gift. I'll jump face first into this trap and put 10 bucks on Florida. Not a trap at all. It's just indicative of how good Washington actually is as well. I do think you're right. I do think the Panthers win this one. They should win this one. I think the line is right where it needs to be with a very, very good Washington team coming into town. So, uh, yeah, moral support. I hope hope you hit it. I think you're going to win it, but it does seem like they're asking a little bit too much, I think, at the minus 145, just a smidge. So, yeah, but I do think Florida wins. That is the only hockey game I'm on. Oof, yeah, I don't really like anything today either. It's kind of like the NBA. Most things look like they're just going to go like they should go. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it's complete opposite. Oh, here we go. Third string keeper for the Blues. Oh, there you go. That's That, that explains the, that the, explains uh, the shift. The, yep. the line shift, yeah. So, I like my San Jose play even better now. All right. So, we talked about basketball. We talked about hockey. We talked about DFS and Thursday night football, Max. That's it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode of Panther. Take us home. Thursday night football, we get some professional action. We get a little amateur action. I'm going to jump on the Raging Cajuns, minus 12 tonight. Then I've got my Panther parlay for you. I like those 76ers, the Miami Heat, and my Florida Panthers. We'll put those three together, and that'll be your Panther parlay. Then you can hang out with us on Facebook, Twitter. Shout us out by name. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.